0: hello welcome to the sound podcast this is episode four and basically the podcast is the names to bring hip-hop metal punk fans together highlight classics and gems of the genres bring to front new and underground artists expand music tastes as well as provide a nice bit of escapism if that's something you're into or interested in tune in now hello welcome to the Sound soundpub podcast you may have heard the initial idea of the podcast which is to bring hip-hop metal and punk fans together highlight classics and gems of genres bring the front new and underground artists, expand music tastes as well as provide a nice bit of escapism today we're going to be discussing two albums which we normally do on the podcast on the show and we're going to start with today's Today's going to open with outkast Stankonia, which is released in 2000, which is sort of a gangster such so conscious hip-hop record. Uh, then we're also going to talk about Carcass's Heartwork, which is one of the few early melodic death metal uh, albums to really kick off that sort of scene, which was released in 1993. So we're going to start off with outkast Stankonia. Uh, born out of a so this is just a bit of information about the band just so you know who i'm talking about uh the band outcast born out of a southern hip-hop scene along the lines of the same time of goody mob the outcast dis- debuted in 1992 they're also part of the dungeon family which also features a killer mic as well as organized noise now a bit of a background about hip-hop within the 2000s uh, Dead Prayers, M.O.P. and Reflection Eternal—they're the three guys and oh, no, I see released uh, albums during that time, which I really enjoyed. However, there was also a classic, uh, Marshall Mathers LP released by Eminem at the time. So it's sort of the starting of a sort of a new generation of hip hop, starting with like Eminem and going on from there. So that's where you have like Eminem, then Fifty. Sort of like Dr. Dre's second wave of artists coming out after Snoop Dogg. So, I want to go and talk about the tracks in this album. Now, the first track I'd like to highlight after the intro is a track called Gasoline Dreams. Now, this is a rock funk style intro with some simple drums and a shaker. Throughout this album, there's a lot of, I'd say, George Clinton, p uh, p-funk parliament influences throughout this album uh, which is kind of interesting because we traditionally back in the day used to see a lot of west coast artists rather use the hip-hop sorry rather use the sort of funk style approach to it whereas in east coast it was more of a sort of james brown beats with a bit of sly and, Felt and the stone for example however in this track it has that rock funk style intro It uses a lot of heavy reverberation throughout to help sort of change the vocal style from it being straight directly in face to it being more of a spacey, hawk-windy type approach of it being out in the atmosphere and delivering itself to you that way. So it isn't really in your face, it's more in your peripheries of your sound. It has sort of an anti-American dream and monocultural approach to it. As well as being anti-war and drugs uh, style approach to it and it's got a smooth and simple beat throughout which is good it also features a naughty by nature reference Naughty by nature would be very important uh, in sort of this year because as we you probably know as Eminem borrowed a lot of his sort of flow style flow pattern from a guy called Tretch who comes out naughty by nature and let's just look at some lyrics in this one i hear that mother nature is now on birth control of the coldest pimp be looking for somebody to hold the highway up to heaven got a crack got a crook on the toll you full of fire ain't got nowhere to go nowhere to go if a kick is out where will we go not to Africa, 'cause because not one of because not one of them acknowledges us as a kinfolk still eating pork abomination desecration for eating flesh penalty for violations and death so really interesting thing about this is it talks about how mother nature itself that's it's meant to be giving life and giving back to people has been restricted and shut down due to the corporate due to corporate interests or even down to global warming that sort of thing but it also goes on to talk about how uh, a lot of african americans around this time are through, through history through their sort of the history haven't really felt like their homelands in Africa actually respect them and love them equally because of their different choices of lifestyles after this, after slavery was over. As well as one of the things is the focusing on the still eating pork ham, which is, of course is a huge part of the Islamic religion, which is quite prominent in some areas of Africa. And that sort of helps bring forth that feeling of they're not too sure whether, except because not accepted in America or Africa, so it helps sort of bring a sort of a self imposed or an internalized dichotomy of themselves. Uh, and then we get a interlude by called I'm Cool, and then we're going to go and look at the track called So Fresh, So Clean. Now, what I enjoy about this on the initial starting of it is it starts with a basically a teal rock style beat drum rise uh teal rock who you probably will have known uh for being a very uh early hip-hop artist back in the day uh a guy called i think it's l cool J. yes definitely L Cool J. would be sort of a person who would borrow the sort of flow style from teal rock and sort of use that to mold to mold and mold his early sort of def jam records and i believe and i'm thinking i'm correct here rock was one of the first artists to put out on def jam so it's uh, interesting interesting see how that sort of blends into it uh it's more of an r b uh delivery on the hook but the flow style for us, a lot of the uh, elements of the ultra magnetic mcs which would have been guys like uh, dr rock uh, dr rock gone aka who would uh, doctor gone who was a guy who appeared on the last episode, we talked about where he was sort of doing a freestyle beat on that. So definitely check out the UMCs. Yep, it was Cool Keith on that track, uh, of course with G and the connection. So that was sort of the flow style I was finding on that sort of record there. And if we continue on the uh, album, it also has a nice uh, lot, lot of simplistic drums, however not simplistic as an easy but a more minimalist style to it. It also features a like use of keys throughout. now the light use of keys helps bring a bit of extra texture and sound and depth to the track. And it's more of a braggadocio style rap rather than the previous more conscientious style rap uh, that we were used to the next track after this is the classic track Miss Jackson that's been talked about uh, for many many years still a good track still holds up so I definitely recommend checking that out and then we're going to go check out the track snapping and tapping it's more of a gangster-esque track however it features a guy called killer Mike now killer Mike, of course you would probably know him more from his work with elp in run the jewels you'd be a more of a modern hip-hop fan But he does have a very long-standing relationship in hip-hop sort of space, especially through his work with the Dungeon family. And this is more of a simple drums, but uses a lot of twisted synths. So a lot of the sort of chopped and screwed element uh, to it, which is uh, interesting. Sort of crossover from New Atlanta, uh, probably boring, more like Texas style of hip-hop. Of the sort of the overall Southern hip-hop space to create the sort of chopped screwed element to it And then we're going to look at the track spaghetti junction, which has a more of a g-funk influence So a lot more of the sort of dr. Dre-esque element to it With some nice uh, Back and forths, which remind me a lot of uh, guys like run dmc ebmd tribe called quest as effects that sort of deal as well as this beat features a more of a horns and simple drum approach with a less synthesizers featured throughout it, so it's, uh, uh, it's like a sort of like minimalist G funk approach to it. So it's still definitely worth checking out. And uh, then we we'll go to my favorite track on the uh, LP, which is Bombs Over Baghdad or B.O.B. It's a simple but effective of beat. The drum repeats are something that help add some different textural elements to it along with uh, the use of reverb to help widen up the space so you can have multiple things going on at the same time which is also further reinforced and reintroduced with the introduction of various elements to make the help the beat grow and help the beat evolve in place as well as featuring a Rockium reference uh, in the track uh especially with the use of the term microphone fiend which he kind of popularized and i believe paid and full record that came out in 1986 or 84. and then we feature more turntables elements in this track with the cutting and scratching uh not as much use of the transform scratch more baby scratches being used in here and i'm gonna go and highlight the track humble mumble which is a good use of beat switches throughout it features a very good vocal uh, sample of sorry female sample by erica bardu i do believe is on that one yep it does feature erica bardu on that one so that's uh, a nice sort of track which is more of a r&b but loved int- influence it also features a, more of a cool speed approach to it with sort of that fast paced staccato rhythm and staccato sort of lyrical delivery and i want to highlight a few lyrics on this one because it's quite a nice little passage is life is like a giant roller coaster everything in life don't happen like it's supposed to Trial and tribulations make you stronger live longer you want to reach the nation start from your corner so it's basically telling over tale of life sure it's a journey you may not reach the markers on that journey however you will reach your destination if you keep trying and keep going it also says that if you're trying to be conscious MC try and start with people actually in your community first rather than trying to preach the world because if you basically help at home that help move the message out to other boroughs and other areas so it's a nice little way of doing that and it says she said she taught hip-hop she thought hip-hop was only guns and alcohol i said oh hell no yeah it's that too you can't discriminate because you read a book or two this shows uh basically talking about how a lot of of the time a lot of hip-hop was unfairly marred by gangsterism or by the mainstream media however if you look at uh the Daisy Age or the sort of native tongues movement, even like uh, Public Enemy, X Clan, Brand Nubian, those sorts of groups had a lot more of the more politicized Afrocentric hip-hop, which wasn't really heavily gangster focused, but just I think it because the mainstream did like to at the gangsterism elements that a lot of people had that misconception. So then we're gonna go and look at uh the track gangster. Gangster shit. Uh, it's more of a chopped and screwed best beat, but with a flow that slowed down. So it's interesting when I listen to some solid chopped and screwed outcast elements, that's a good place to go. So that was the Skanktonia album by uh, outcast which was released in 2000. And now we're going to go and talk about a very different band in terms of the of band carcass with their 1993 hard work lp carcass are a liverpool based grindcore and death metal band uh founded around what 1986 uh known as the first ever and forefathers of the core grind subgenre which takes elements of grindcore but ups the ante in terms of the Gore elements talking about death elements rather than more political leanings of their counterparts uh, mainly Napalm Death but they're also one of the founding fathers of the genre of grindcore in itself along with bands like Napalm Death Terrorizer, Brutal Truth and Repulsion. So they kind of form format and foment the early days of grindcore which would then go on to be picked up by bands like Nozum, Rotten Sound uh, Fuck the Facts, as well as Cretin, those are sort of more modern grindcore bands. There's obviously other, other ones down the line, and around the time of also Heartwork is, however, a good a, a good entry point to melodic death metal because it's one of the first sort of melodic death metal albums that exists, and it was before the times of bands like At the Gates and In really kicked off uh so you do get a good like look at the sort of melodic death metal side there and around the time in 1996 the earliest uh, of course you had the early stages of melodic death metal being developed and uh, then also around the time you had a lot more bands going to the more experimental or trying something different with bands like cynic typo negative coming to prominence As well as bands like Sepultura who were out of Brazil's uh, extreme metal thrash scene uh, changing their sound which would then keep developing uh, until the album uh, Roots Bloody Roots which is one of the key proponents of starting new metal. So we start with the track Buried Dreams. Uh, The track is about Death of Hope, more of a traditional death metal song. Now of course this album is early melodic death metal album so you will hear a lot more of the traditional elements of death metal throughout it Uh, the lyrics in this include when aspirations are squashed when life chances are lost when all hope is gone when expectations are crushed it's basically telling the listener that throughout life you may deal with some diminishing of your goals diminishing of your life and that will happen it's very it's very of a realist approach to the sort of uh philosophies of metal and then we've got a track which is uh, carnal forge which is more of a traditional death metal song again with some light melodic solo work intertwined however it does come back with some nice good groove elements so it helps differentiate between uh the segments of the songs to will you have something to basically groove out and to enjoy rather than the Constant stringent brutal metal death assault, and then we're going to "No Love Lost," which is more of a slow groove track for mourning the loss of love. Uh, the lyrics are: "Without emotion, your heartstrings break, snapped and severed to the tune of tragic, sad cliche. No love lost when all is said and done. There is no love lost. The low cost of loving, amorous tragedy, human fatalities and weakness are easy peasy." So this is essentially, this borrows sort of heavily from, say, the Sisters of Mercy style approach of metal, maybe a bit, uh, not, sorry, not metal, but like music. It's very sort of laden in the philosophy that not all not all evil is black in that sort of sense, where it borrows from different emotionalities. And basically it's a track of mourning the loss of love, so it's a good one to check out, that's what you're into. And then we're gonna go look at my favourite track on the album, which is a title track. Uh called Heartwork, which is a fast I call it fast melodically, fast slow style but where it'll go into complete aggression, then slow out, complete aggression, then slow out. So it has lots of build-up and drops to help add dynamics to it. And then we're gonna look at the track The Mortal Coil. This one's kind of a bit separate from the rest of the album in terms of it's more new wave, British heavy metal influence sound to it, with more bluesy grooves in it, and it has some nice flashy elements towards the end of it, so that's a, it's a nice one to listen to if you want just some sort of, uh, some sort of like buffet or collection of the sort of metal and sub-genres. and I'm going to look for the track Blind Leading the Blind, which uh, has lyrics uh, perched with thirst how the half died void of compassion on cups run dry so basically it's about uh, how free, how evil or whatever we perceive as evil is passed down towards people towards the next generation and how the next generation sometimes doesn't have the emotional sensitivities or the information to reject that and they just follow along completely interesting of that peep, of the, of those people and then we we'll go to the next track which is uh doctrinal expletives which is a more of a slam groove style metal track however it has some nice solo melodies throughout it which is kind of enjoyable in that regard so that has been the conversation on the album heartwork by carcass uh, which was released in 1993. And that has been the Sound Pub podcast. We have talked today about the albums uh, outcast Stanktonia, which was released in 2000. We've talked about Carx's Heartwork, which was released in 1993. And this is the Sound Pub podcast, which brings hip hop, melon, punk fans together, highlights classics, and hidden gems in the genres. Rings the front new and underground ice, expands music tastes, and provides a nice bit of escapism. Uh, have a good week. Have a great year. Hope you get to see some friends. Hope you get to see some gigs. Share this. Tell your friends about it. Have a good week. Bye for now. This has been the Sound Pub Podcast.